Welcome to the first ever F1 Money Gang podcast, where we focus on all things betting and fantasy for F1. So buckle up for the start of many new episodes, as we're one of the few and only podcasts to bring you the best Formula One betting content on the planet. Whether you're a casual better, a sharp better, fantasy, or daily fantasy listener, you're going to pick up tidbits of actionable advice to make informed decisions. And now, without further ado, I introduce to you the F1 Money Gang panel. We've got Lights Out F1 Bets, Renegade, That Jinx Eugene, Integrity Bets, and yours truly, F1 Capper, which will link our Twitter descriptions in the podcast. To tee up the show for the next 30 minutes, we'll each go through a few bets we like. It could be simple value play or a huge conviction on any number of F1 bets spanning across all betting sites. We also will discuss some of our early underdog picks, and if you haven't already and don't know what it is, Underdog is one of the hottest new apps out there in any sport, including F1 pickums, with up to 20 times the payout. If you use our special promo code F1 Money Gang, you can get an instant $100 match as a first time depositor. Again, the promo is F1 Money Gang, and we'll have the links in the description as well. And lights out, and away we go. So we got our race after three weeks summer break. Finally, it feels like forever. Uh, we are at Spa, Belgium. This is one lengthy track. So we're talking about a 300-kilometer track, roughly around 44 laps. The tire compounds we're looking at around C2, C3, C4. And, guys, we're, we're seeing some rain Friday, Saturday, potentially. But race day, it looks like it's not going to have any rain. So, yeah, we finally here. We finally get to place bets a lot of activity this morning what's going on everyone hey man thanks for having me absolutely thrilled to finally have a race week back yeah and it's your first uh your first show too to talk about all this stuff and i know we got everyone the panel here i'm super excited about this you know we we continuously talk on discord and we talk about our plays but finally we all we all get to get together here on audio and actually talk through the stuff and share our content with the world so this, this feels good absolutely good to hear your voices yep. yeah glad to be glad reasons back yeah yeah uh well let's we had a lot of activity so let's let's start very quickly with some of the news we did hear that leclerc is getting a grid penalty. He is taking a new engine, which was spurring a lot of activity in the betting world to this morning. Um, well, let's, let's go ahead and start there and we'll go with lights out. What, what's, uh, what's the word on that? What is everyone doing? Yeah, there's a whole lot of action in the discord this morning when, when uh, Renegade dropped that news, it was all in Italian. Of course, you have to download Google translate, but basically <laughs> From a betting standpoint, you can um, assume that Leclerc in Q3 won't be super competitive. Uh, we know from what they did when Sainz was taking a penalty, uh, they'll, they'll push the make sure both drivers are in Q3, and then they'll just be teaming up for, for the one driver that isn't taking a penalty to basically try to get pole. So um, all of a sudden, you know, all, all the Charles markets went to shit. Everybody was on a hurry to get on the other side of that. I think most bookies have figured it out by now, but... If any listeners can see any lines where Leclerc seems like he's at, he's at you know, a, a relatively normal line for qualifying, I'd be all over that. The assumption is he's starting 
um, probably like 18th at best, 18th, 19th, 20th, depending how many other uh, drivers take grid penalties. So, you know, his, his race odds are going to be tough, but we know those top three cars, especially that Ferrari, can just shred through the field. This track, not as friendly for passing, but uh, uh, so, so I think that'll be tough. He'll have less time when he does finally get to the rest of the, the studs at the front. He'll have a tough time passing them, but, you know, should be able to get to the sixth. And obviously, depending what Max does, uh, he might be able to get fifth as well. Love it. Love it. So Renegade did drop that on us. We did not understand it until he just said grid penalty, Leclerc. That was perfect. So I'll go to you, Renegade. What is one of the bets you like after hearing that news? Well, after hearing that news, I think we all got on the head-to-head to Leclerc against Leclerc with signs. But I think one bet that's been uh, overlooked that isn't really to do with any grid penalties is McLaren. Uh, both to be in the points at around 275, 2.5. And really, the bet is just Daniel Ricciardo to finish in the points because we expect Norris to finish in the points. And in the last three races, he's finished in the points twice. And in Hungary, for some reason, McLaren put him on the medium-medium-hard strategy. So that didn't really work. But otherwise, he's in good form. And with him saying that he he wanted to fight for a uh, in a in a big team, I'm sure he wants to show his skill to go to Alpine and not end up at Williams. Yeah, no, you make an interesting point about the the hards. That was an interesting move because I think it was him, them and Alpine, the only ones. Well, obviously, to Ferrari that did that, and that was a big mistake. But did you say that was two point five? In the points? Um, so I think at the odds are 2.75. 2.75. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I think that was one thing we, we kind of glossed over. We were so focused on uh, Red Bull and, and Ferrari and even at points Mercedes. But no one's really talking about McLaren and how... You know, Norris is pretty good. He's no slouch. He's we know he will be up yeah. there. And Ricardo actually has had success here at this track as well. Uh, I know it's easy to to just call him out. He's not going to do it, but doesn't mean that he can't still get in the top ten. So definitely do like that one. Um, what about you, Tegrity? What do you, what do you like? Well, staying on McLaren, I got well same driver, two bets. Um, I really like Lando over Alonso, uh, both in FP1 and in the race. Uh, FP1 that's in the 150 minus uh, the race is going to be minus 120. I just think with the Alpine drama, I'm pretty much fading them regardless. But in the past 10 sessions, Norris is seven seven and three head to heads against uh, Alonso. So that's you know got to take lo- love those odds. Um, yeah, and just he's just he's just been a good form. He's been, and Alonzo, I just don't really trust him with the Alpine. Apparently, he's not even talking to the owner. Just a huge mess over there, so I'm staying away from them. Lando over Norris. That's the pick. Actually, uh, full disclosure, I did also bet that Lando over Alonzo on the race, though. Not the not the FP. Yeah, I'm taking both. You know, I like yeah, the free yeah. money Friday. Yeah. I got yeah. I to I gotta test the waters. It, it may not be free money Friday for me after my my little blunder, which we <laughs> won't talk about. But um, yeah, I am on that one, though. 
I do like that one. And I completely agree. There's a lot of distraction on Alonzo. I hate using that as part of my handicap um, because, you know, these are professionals at the end of the day, they, you know, you can shut that off and just perform, but um, that, I mean, for three weeks, all the stuff that was happening in Alpine, I just, and then him leaving. Yeah. I don't like that. And then the line just felt right with Lando. It just, it felt like value. So I definitely agree there. Um, yeah. Jinx, you around you here. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Um, oh. I'm going yeah. to the back grid. Um, one thing that really stuck out to me was Yuki Sonoda versus Nicholas Latifi. Um, actually surprised me when I looked in and started handicapping it. Um, you know, I had this at because I mean the break-even value sitting right at 69%. Um, this year Sonoda is seven and six actually in the races, but he's 10 and three in qualifying. And there's been 13 races. Sonoda's only taken part in 12 because Jetta he crashed in qualifying and the car was too damaged to uh you know put out there. Um, this is mainly a you know qualification bet. Um after the three weeks, I think Alphatari's they're going to try this week. I mean, they, they're probably right now eighth, ninth best team on the grid. Um, and last year they were, you know, right there with McLaren and Alpine. So both Sonoda and Gasly should have a chip on their shoulder this week. And it's the last two years. I mean, Latifi outside of Mezepin, he's been the worst car in the grid. So to oh, get, yeah. you know, minus 225 off that, um, I'll take, I mean, you can't really look at last year because as we saw the race only had two laps under safety car and then even qualifying, that was a rain drenched qualifying and there wasn't anything in 2020. So um, it's really a fresh slate this year when you're looking at handicapping spa because, you know, Mercedes isn't what they were even in 2019 and Red Bull is completely different as well. So um, after three weeks off, um, I'm going to be kind of skittish um, betting before any track action practice, I'm going to wait for FP1, FP2, and then I might hold off until Saturday night to even really place anything um, major. But right now I'm just on Yuki over Latifi as that's, you know, pace wise, it shouldn't even be close. Sonoda's um, had a couple bad races. I, we all know that. Um, Hungary was just flat out embarrassing. But unless Yuki, you know, as long as he finishes, he should beat Latifi, no issue. But as I'm sure we'll get into, um, just nothing really jumping out to me. I did see earlier this week, uh, Hamilton was matched for Leclerc, 115 both sides. So I kind of expected the grid penalty. Yeah, and that's always tough, um, you know, going into the week. Uh, I don't know about you guys. I usually like to wait until news and data is dropped, although with the exception of what's happened today, um, maybe it's just the excitement of not betting any F1 for three weeks. Uh, but the news is going to be critical, especially down the stretch here. I think it had been talked about for a while about these grid penalties coming up. Um, but I think that was one of them that you called out right there, Jinx, was that Lewis 115 over Leclerc. And then I think the other one um, that was uh, George Russell 185, I think, over Leclerc, which was... a you know, looking now in hindsight, it's a beautiful number. Um, but again, uncertainty, I just couldn't do it. I just didn't want to do it. We didn't know if it was five, uh, five grid spot or if it was going to be back of the grid. So 
um, keep that in mind for our listeners that as we're getting through the stretch here, you're going to start seeing that penalties are going to be taken. So be careful. If you see a line, it may be value, but it could also hurt you just depending on what happens later in the news. So just keep that in mind. Um, I think we've gone through just about everyone's bets here. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I do have a bet from someone who couldn't make it, Dolcetto, who couldn't join us today. And he actually had a bet that he wanted to call out, which was, it's actually a prop. And it was the, how many cars will fail to complete the first lap? And his pick was zero at 1.714 odds or in American odds, minus 140. That was on Bovada. Um, I actually don't have a full write-up on why he picked it, but I can maybe take guesses. I don't know exactly what his his insight is, but we all know Joe Dolcetto. He is really good at picking these. He's a quality quant versus quantity guy, so... That was his one pick, which was, again, how many cars will fail to complete the first lap, which is zero at minus 140 or 1.714. Uh, any thoughts, you guys, on that one? Yeah. I was uh, that earlier. That looked pretty good to me. There's more runoff. This is a new spa track, isn't it? So there's more runoff yeah. I think, this yeah. time around. So there should be less cars going into the wall if they go off. Yeah. yeah and <laughs> Go ahead. This is... Uh... He always does this. He does this bet every every race, I think. And basically, he says it's successful like eight or nine times out of ten, basically. But they still, the line doesn't reflect that. So that's always his go-to. He said that in our very first spaces together. Yeah, I think the last time that that didn't hit was what Silverstone. That was a wreck right at the start. And then yeah. every other race we've always had, it's been pretty clean for the most part in the first lap. Um, Monaco, there was nearly two DNFs under the safety car with straw and the TV just going into the wall. Oh yeah, that's right. That is right. Um, yeah. So I do, I do dig that pick. I really do now, now that we are talking it through. Yeah. I was checking uh-huh. it out before we, uh, before we got on here, it just caught my eye. I was like, yeah, something to look at. Definitely smashing it now. <laughs> uh, I actually didn't even give my pick. Um, I've gone back and forth. I know I did mention the land. I, you know, we got that out of the way. I think that was just already your pick, um, integrity. So I, I'm going to go with the chalk pick that we were just talking about today. Oh yeah. Um, unless you guys think I should actually go for my other one, which I was going to say for the next pick anyways, haven't told you all that one yet, or maybe I have, but I mean, it's, it's very easy for me to just say Carlos signs the race head to head against Leclerc in this one. Um, Plus 180, obviously, when the news dropped, it was dropping lower, 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 and then I guess it's not even up there anymore. And I put it quite a bit on that, and I never – I hate putting, you know, head-to-head bets in a lot of it before, you know, Thursday, Friday, seeing the data. But you guys know I've been kind of on the signs train, and I have some reasons to it. I actually do like him even – I was liking him for the top three before this, And big reason why is, I mean, you look at the last, what, two races or since he had his uh, car breakdown in Austria, I mean, the dude's car has been super fast. I know he had, he didn't get the results he had in Hungary, but he did have the fastest lap in the French Grand Prix. 
at 135, which was like two seconds faster than everyone else, even though he finished fourth, he actually had the fastest qualifying lap. And remember, that was when he had took the grid penalty because of the engine. And he actually had the fastest qualifying lap, or I think the second fastest to Leclerc. So it was between one and two, and he was the fat, he was the second fastest. And his performance was actually not bad, but the Ferrari strategy keeps ruining it. I know Ferrari strategy sucks, but just like in what what I say in NFL with trying to factor in turnovers, you can't predict those things. Just like I can't predict what Ferrari is going to do next in their strategy. I mean, trend is friend. Yes, they could screw it up. But at the same time, I'm not going to say that they're going to screw it up. I'm just going to say if they get it right, which they should, they should be professionals and get it right. Signs should have actually a really good race. So it just made it easier for me to make that decision and say, Leclerc is going to be starting in the back. He's going to be up front. I find it hard to believe that they're going to do the the team rules and change it, even though they said they they might be strict about that. But that's my my big pick right now going into the weekend. So. Yeah, Long I think that's there. yeah, I think that's pretty solid. Um, I'm going through the book right now, and it looks like the head to head is taken down. But yeah. there are some good there are some good lines for Carlos. Uh, top three right now is a minus one twenty five. Like that's that's probably as good as it's gonna get at this point. Yeah, and then I actually grabbed. I didn't put a whole lot because again, I like to keep my my bets at a minimum before and i really strike on a saturday i actually did get charles at top three plus 110 uh mgm was having it at 135 i think bavada had it like even so now we're at what minus 125 you said yeah yeah so yeah um yeah fastest qualifiers are plus 450 so that's yeah could be something to look into also yeah you guys think um charles is gonna storm through the field or max for that matter uh grid position of winner so on bet 365 they already nerfed it to plus 800 but it's still sitting on bovada bodog for plus 1600 so if you bet that one you essentially you're going to get max or charles to storm back and win the race they should be starting 18 19 yeah i think uh there is that percentage that we saw where i think it's less than 10 percent from the back of the field will even score points I think in this situation that this is going to be the anomaly. They are going to storm through the field. They are just so much faster than the, the lower half of the cars. They'll just pass them quick on those straights to the point where all they will have to do is battle that top six. And that's going to be, of course, the Mercedes and, you know, their teammates, maybe Lando. I just can't see that Ricardo or Alonzo can hold off, you know, on a max or, or Charles Leclerc. No, not for I don't I don't think they'll even fight fight them land them. No. So they just get them through. They'll just get through. They'll cut through like butter. Yeah, it'll easy. Be easy. Yeah. One and quick I think- thing about grid penalties. Um, I was doing research. Um, last time we were here, 2019 in a real race. Um, we did have some guys cut through the field. Alex Albon was in a Red Bull, but we all know he was really a mid-tier driver. He gained 12 spots. Mm-hmm. And then Daniel Kivia in the Toro Rosso. Started 19th, finished 7th, so he gained 12 spots. So that was in 2019 when it was more harder to overtake. So those were, you know, Toro Rosso back then was a mid-tier car. Um, These are the top two cars, so we should expect them, like you guys said, to cut through the field. I also should note 
that it isn't confirmed that Max is taking the grid penalty. It's still assumptions. So just one key thing there. We, we are expecting it. And the betting market is telling us that it's it's coming, but it's all but confirmed. So, yeah, we should find that in free practice, right? Love That's that. only when the documents come out. Yeah. What time? Uh, so what time is uh, free practice again? Let's see. Tomorrow. Uh, I keep forgetting. Let me just quickly tell our, our listeners. So central time, 7 a.m. Eastern yeah. time, 8 a.m. UK time. What is that? 2 p.m. 1 p.m. I was close. I was close. I'm getting better at that. Um, <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right. Well, let's let's go through uh, our second our, our second bets or whether you bet it or like it, lean to it. So, yeah, let's let's go through an, uh, another round and we'll start with uh, we'll start with integrity. Let's go there. OK, um, so I got this one is pretty much an auto bet at this point. Um, I mean, if, if you're not betting this, if you haven't been betting already, you need to now. It's a uh, Russell over Ham- Hamilton um, F- FP1. I've been to a uh, two unit burger with cheese on that bad boy. It's <laughs> eight and three head to head record right now. Russell is just faster on Fridays. Lewis just doesn't really do much on Friday. It's for me, it's an auto bet. Hammer, hammer, hammer. Wow. What's the, what were the odds? 115. 115. Yeah. All right. Plus 115 or one. Uh, it's minus split. Minus, minus. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just making sure. Yeah. No, I, uh, I like it. If I didn't do my blunder, I would probably be on that. Yeah. I mean, eight, <laughs> eight and three on the year. It's hard to stay away. No, I, I did. I dig that. What is, what does the panel think? Anyone else on that? Uh, I'm also on that. I was, I was going to say that one. It's just Hamilton doesn't really do anything in FP1. I'm not sure there's stats with Bottas, but I remember Bottas always winning FP1 through the years as well. So it's just an auto bet at this time. Yeah, and just for the listeners to know who probably are new to F1 or you know, maybe you're just not familiar with how practice, you know, FP one or free practice one is usually the time for the teams to get in. And, and this is where they start tweaking the car where they maybe just trying to figure out the balance testing components, you know, just getting laps to understand the car. And typically what we see is most drivers such as like Hamilton, they, they try to tweak a lot going into a new track because that, that Mercedes is, is a, is an animal. So most of the time they, they may not be pushing it the entire full lap because they're just testing. And then once you get to FP two, the idea is that your setup is, is, is fine. It's sound. You, you have it maybe doing minor tweaks here and there. So to lead you into FP three, which should be the window dressing, you really shouldn't be making many, many changes. You should be really focused on the simulations and getting it ready for park for me. So just a just a note for our listeners there. Um, so we did we have Russell over Hamilton. So Renegade, what, so what's your what's your second pick then? Oh no, it, it was it was uh, it was the, a George Russell. Okay, uh, yeah. But yeah. I would also say with uh, Mercedes big upgrades, usually they say that Hamilton does the testing, and when that's happened, he's usually been slower than George Russell when there's been upgrades and testing to be done. Well, you guys have talked me into it. I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm doing it. Got to, man. It's all I do. I do. F- Was it Free Money Friday, FMF? Free Money Friday. That's where, that's where we got to get that hashtag going. So, um, 
Lights out. F1. What's up? Which, which, what, what do you have for your second bet? For FP1, I've been uh, touting this one all week. Basically, watch the rain for any FP1, FP2, FP3. And if 10 minutes before the broadcast, we're talking about rain, and then jam over 0.25 seconds uh, winning margin, basically, when it rains. There's all sorts of variants. The cars aren't pushing as hard. Some people don't even participate. So the chances of having you know, two absolutely clean laps for, for uh, basically like fastest lap of the session to win the session. Uh, usually they're going to be spread out by at least half a second or a quarter of a second. So safe bet. It was at, I think like two third plus two thirty-five earlier in the week down to plus one thirty-seven. I still love it. My goal all along was to, to uh, bet that either FP1, FP2, whenever it's going to rain most, it looks like it's going to be one of those two sessions. So I'll be putting at least two units on that. Just want to wake up in the morning first before I do it and, confirm that the weather's still on if i hear it backs off then i'm just gonna wait for fp2 but uh, either way i'm definitely jamming that one tomorrow for at least two units it feels like an absolute hammer uh easy money yeah and i think uh the stat we had on there was in the rain practice races we had this year we took the stats on it and there was only one time out of the entire time where that bet wouldn't have hit and i believe if I recall correctly, the only reason why it didn't hit was the track was drying out. Gasly went out, put on slicks, and just just dominated his last lap, which got him really close to, I think it was Alonzo that ended up winning that FP on that one. So I do love that one. I'm not one to typically bet FPs, margins, but these guys are the smartest guys on the planet when it comes to Formula One betting. I will back that one for sure. Um, Jinx, you said you had one play. You don't have what? Do you have any leans? Anything you're eyeing this weekend? What do you? What are you? What's what's going through your head? Yeah, um, I, I know I mentioned it this week. Um, <clears throat> it's gone up in price, which usually you want to stick away with when the market's moved against you. But um, as we expected with Leclerc getting the new engine parts, um, I think he opened up a plus two twenty five on MGM yesterday before the news. I saw him at two seventy um, to win FP one. Um, just want to look at the rain, you know, cause we definitely know Max is the rain God, but if it is dry, that's worth a little sprinkle because Ferrari has just had the engines turned up this year on FP1. Um, Max really just hasn't, uh, aside from the rain races. And I believe at Hungary, Max took it. No signs took it last week. Um, it's just been a Ferrari party during FP1. So to get three to one odds with a fresh engine component or close to three to one odds with a fresh engine component. As long as it's, you know, not torrential downpours, that's worth a sprinkle. Leclerc FP1, outright winner. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Um, we'll definitely be eyeing that. You know me. I will definitely be chatting with you and the gang about what we're, what we're thinking. I, you guys honestly have got me into wanting to bet FP2, which is a... <laughs> Uh, I, I actually can't wait, but if it is going to rain, I probably will stay away. Um, but what I'll leave. You? I mean, yeah, right. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. I keep forgetting about him. So I'll give out one of my plays. Um, I'm very hard headed. You guys know this. I love Ocon. I've loved Ocon all year, and I still love Ocon for this race. And it kind of goes back to that Lando Norris head to head with Alonzo. Same thing. I don't really have to talk about the Alonzo aspect more. So Ocon, 
I like Ocon plus 225 driver head to head race, uh, not the FP or qualifying against Alonzo. I mean, again, the guy is, is really good. I've looked back at his, at his performance at this track. I know he doesn't get into like top five, uh, all the time in he usually he struggle. I hate it because he does struggle in FPs and qualifying, but he shows up in race day. So it's annoying because you end up thinking you have the right odds. He's going to do it. He does crappy. You get the better odds on a Saturday and then he just, he ends up hitting for you. But just to give you a little, little taste of why I like him. Um, if we go back, what, since 2018, when he's been racing with Renault, uh, I think he had qualifying third race sixth in 2018, 2019 qualified six race fifth, 2020 qualified six race fifth. And he's just, cunt- he's and in the last four races, he's been, I know he retired on one of the races, but he's been sixth, fifth, eighth, ninth. I mean, he's actually overperforming in a car that probably shouldn't be. I know it is a little bit better than the McLaren as most say, but it's still a midfield car. He's still overperforming. He's getting up there. He likes to get his elbows out. I felt I felt like this is kind of easy against Alonzo. I know Alonzo is great, but I actually look back at Alonzo's stats in this at Spa. It doesn't seem like he, he seems erratic at Spa. That he has had wins back in two thousand five or six, but he's been erratic. I I just love it. I like it. That's my second play. I have bet it. Um, and again, I would caution how much you put on it because. He typically doesn't show up on a Friday or Saturday and you might be able to get a better line, maybe a 250, 275. You never know. But at 225, I was, I was willing to take it. So yeah, that was, that's my last pick. I think we've gone through everyone's few picks. We've talked a lot about uh, what we're expecting a little bit about the news. I do want to give a call, uh, a shout out to one of the guys in our discord. Who's just been awesome at posting uh, content for us as well. Uh, Jen's Christian. I hope I got your name, right. You've been awesome at giving us all these bets, giving us these, these alerts on when the news hits. Um, just want to give that shout out to him. He's been pretty awesome in the discord. And if you haven't already, you should join our discord. It's very lively. We always talk about quality F1 content. We also, we haven't talked about underdog, but we plan to give you some underdog picks probably on Saturday. We are planning to host um, a spaces, maybe just a quick podcast as soon as those lines drop. Again, if you've never played underdog fantasy, we'll we'll have the links in the description. Uh, you can just go direct there, download the app, F1 Money Gang promo code. It will give you a hundred dollar match deposit if you do deposit with that code. Um, guys, um, I, I, that's all I have for right now. I mean, we can, we can talk more lines. I think there's just still a lot to go through tomorrow. And, uh, again, we'll have a discussion on, on Saturday as it relates to underdog. So yeah. Any last thoughts? Sounds good. looks like we got some pretty good lines here. Some good bets. Just make some money. Yeah. Free money Friday. Let's right. hit it. I got a couple more I'll put in the Discord, but these are solid. I think we're doing pretty good. And I think it's a great, it's a great race for us to for us to go back from from the holidays. There's so much chaos going on. Ah, so to, to take right. advantage of. 
it's, it's yeah, you got some, those grid penalties, the rain. It's it's just an awesome weekend for for a better. There's lots of value to be had. These bookies can't keep up with all these different factors, so that's where we're here to help. Yeah, yeah, and I this is one of my favorite tracks. I love it. Just awesome track. One day I'll see a race there live. But uh, yeah, well, guys, thank you very much for your bets, and to all our listeners, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll be back next week. <laughs>